We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a three o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code KATE. Isn't common sense supposed to be common? The struggle is real, my friends. The Kate Daly Show starts now. When I was growing up, there were two medicines in the world. You had aspirin and camphophonique. That, that's all there was. <laughs> Now there's so many medicines, they got this prescription stuff that they advertise on TV, and I swear, half the time, the side effects are 50 times worse than what the medicine cures. Like, try new Floraflor for itchy, watery eyes, it's Floraflor. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, water weight gain, lower back pain, receding hairline, eczema, seborrhea, psoriasis, itching, chafing clothing, liver spots, blood clots, ringworm, excessive body odor, uneven tire wear, pyorrhea, gonorrhea, diarrhea, halitosis, scoliosis, loss of bladder control, hammer toe, the shanks, low sperm count, warp floors, cluttered drawers, hunchback, heart attack, low resale value on your home. Feline leukemia, athlete's foot, head lice, club foot, MSMD, VD, fleas, anxiety, sleeplessness, drowsiness, poor gas mileage, tooth decay, parvo, warts, unibrow, lazy eye, fruit flies, chest pains, clogged veins, hemorrhoids, dry heaving, and sexual dysfunction. I'm watching it going, you know what, I'll just have itchy watery eyes. You know, I, I love that because it makes me laugh, but there's so much truth to that. You have no idea. Oh, totally. Thank you, Jeff Foxworthy, for nailing that. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show, an important show today. I really do hope you share, and I'm going to go into some more details and um, about my journey in this week. Uh, my husband had pneumonia, and um, and we, we did some different things uh, to help him to succeed, and by the help and grace of God and, and prayers and blessings. And also because, um, I had wonderful doctors to talk to and I knew a lot about COVID and I was even told I probably knew more than the staff I was dealing with. And that was a scary thought because you go to, you go thinking that they're supposed to be up on everything, knowing what's going on. And I didn't find that. And I found what I found was kind of horrific. So all I'm telling you is, is as I, as I talk about some of these details, I'm not a medical professional. My case might be different than everyone else on the planet. Maybe, um, I know they'll chalk me off to an anomaly. I know that they will uh, chalk me up to an anomaly. I'm tired. Can you tell? And, uh, I know that they will try to say that his situation was so unique why, why, remi- why, why have that be given to every patient? It's so unique, John, the wheel man. I mean, it's, you know, um, I know they're going to try to do that. And I actually had a conversation with them about that. They said, please don't 
please don't ignore this. This is your fastest patient to get out of there in what you view as COVID-related. So why don't we look and learn? Because he had major risk factors going in mm-hmm. on, their, on their list of risk factors. And, and so let's look at this and say, what, what, did, what happened? And I do think it's a combination of prayer. It's a combination of a lot of things, okay? So that's why I say it's not every case. And I'm not here to vilify doctors and nurses. I had one, um, there was one nurse out there going, somebody is in here with a podcast and she's making all of us cry and calling us murders. Okay, listen, chick. <laughs> listen, honey. <laughs> First of all, I've never said that. And, and instead, of, instead of listening to what I'm actually saying, they turn it into a victim class so that they're crying and I'm making them cry because I'm so mean. I, I have been nothing but nice to the staff. I'm firm. I'm sarcastic. Mm-hmm. I'm a tad bit snippy, but I'm not ever rude. And um, when they ask me to wear my immune system on my face, I do it. I actually say what I'm doing. Like, oh, sure, I'll do any um, nonsensical thing you want me to do. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do anything you say that, that proves no medical science. Little nurse ratchet. We're good. I mean, I don't call her nurse ratchet, but I'm thinking it. But I actually say to them, okay, I'll do something that doesn't make any medical sense whatsoever. Like putting on the gloves after I've been with my husband for seven days and I didn't get the boogie fever. Um, so all of a sudden now I can. So I need to wear a spacesuit from hell with the uh, hazmat um, conglomeration um, because suddenly now it's airborne, but the cooties only go somewhere we don't really know, and it's so elusive. And all this garbage I was told, and these nurses with like the most sincere eyes believe all this. Like they believe it that their that their little yellow paperish gown is saving humanity, and and the little mask is saving humanity. Even though I know their medical training would say differently, that that you only wear that in the field over a over an open wound to catch anything that would fall in the open wound, but they kept telling me the nanoparticles are flying through the air and they're flying into the gown because they're attracted to yellow, I guess. And, and they're flying <laughs> in, they're like okay. zooming in and, and I have to, I have to switch out the gown every five seconds. So they make these ridiculous protocols. They pass it off as medicine. They tell you that this all has to happen in order for you to be safe. And they tell you that, um, like little nurse ratchet, they care more about the power of telling you to wear the gown in a specific way, I guess if you wear it off the shoulder, that's a no-no because COVID can get into the shoulder area. Or if you wear like, if you don't wear the hose get up. This is the sarcasm of you coming up, right? <laughs> don't wear the hose get up that you're, you know, I, I always like putting on an additional immune system because they figured that mine didn't work. I'm healthy. I'm walking in there. I'm healthy. I'm good. Everybody's healthy. But all of a sudden now we're not healthy. So I'm supposed to believe I'm sickly. It's like Mm -hmm. Munchausen's. I'm supposed to believe I'm sickly and that the nanoparticles are going to come flying at my face and I'm going to suddenly break out in Covey's. And so I was like trying to understand the nonsensical medical science. I'm not trying to be mean. Well, maybe I am. Okay, I am. But they have to wake up. They have to wake up to the nonsense they're spewing out because they have to know when they're saying it that it makes no medical sense. Kate, it's their job. It's their they're job. They're doing their job. Just doing well, my job. Even though man, they raise their hand job. when they get their license and their little right. hat on their head and I they know, say, I I'm, do no harm. 
It's me and you. We're thinking common sense. I People know. out there I, listening I, to you are thinking without common it. sense. They're totally without it. But I, if you're, you know, if it's your livelihood, you're going to do what the man says. But I and think it's some tough. of them believe it. That's the problem. So yeah. just for a couple of things. Um, no, I don't think I don't think that medical staff are murderers. I've never said that. Never. I never have I ever even thought that. I knew that there was a disconnect. I just couldn't figure it out. Now I do. Now okay. I figured it out. Okay, um, I got it's a the protocol killing people, not COVID. COVID is not killing people. Now, if you're going to ask me about COVID, I don't actually, I think it's a label. And I know that's a strong phrase, it, it, especially with the Delta variant uh, that they can't describe or don't have a test for, but they've diagnosed you with already. All I'm saying is I think it's a label and the label creation gave them a whole new way to create a protocol mm-hmm. that doesn't work, that I think is harmful to the patient. They also uh, were able to shut down a nation, crash our economy, get us on socialized cash um, payments. They were able to do a lot because they came up with the label. Because, And the reason I say that is because we don't have a sample of it. And no doctor can describe it and no doctor can tell me what it is. And they all think it's still a mystery bug. Okay, okay. Kate. So for an average Joe like yeah. me walking down the sidewalk, mm-hmm. where do I go for the information that helps save your husband's life? I mean, because honestly, right. I'm too busy trying to pay my $700 a month power bill in mm-hmm. Washington to where I, I don't have the research. 700 bucks a month for utilities, folks. Yeah, okay, go but ahead. you know, I mean, just, just yeah. something simple. Okay, so I would go, this is what I would do, because obviously I'm not a doctor, um, but um, I would go to the Frontline Doctors website, because I know those doctors actually get health, mm-hmm. and they get what can help you, and they're helping people every day. They can do a telemedicine visit with you, and they can actually um, get out drugs to you in, 40, in, in, in 24 hours, because we're pretty much pretty sure this is straight-up pneumonia. They're just over-treating it into something it's not, and then calling it a, a COVID killer. Okay, that's what's going on, in my estimation. So how do you catch pneumonia from another person, if they say it's so contagious and everything? <laughs> I mean, I've never heard yeah, of anybody. I, I mean, a cold and yeah, a flu, yeah, but not pneumonia. I thought that was just something that attacks your lungs. And I guess that would be a whole different show, would it, on my hypothesis of why everyone in the summertime is coming down with something. Mm-hmm. But And we need to talk about that, too. You could certainly call up and ask questions. I will take phone calls in just a second. But um, I just, I on the budesonide, this was really funny, but as we were leaving, I wanted to have the budesonide inhaler. So if they're going to pass out medicines at the end, hey. Give me budesonide, more more yeah. of it, please, for my husband. And um, then they called me and they they told me that the doctor would not give this out and that I, well, not that they wouldn't give it out to somebody they loved. They just want me to know that. And then they also want me to know the big side effect. Well, I've read all the studies. So I said, well, I've read all the studies, but certainly you can just tell me what that is. And it was the oral fungi. And now anyone can get thrush from, I'm sorry, from an inhaler. And I, I said, well, you know, we'll roll the dice or, yeah, well, we're fine. Yeah, just give it to us. We're, we're good. Um, you've done your job. And so they firmly, <laughs> they firmly believe that, oh, my gosh, you can get something that anyone can get from an inhaler that's very rare. But that was the big old scary side effect I was supposed to believe for budesonide. Now, why haven't they adopted budesonide into their, their protocol? Well, it, they're told not to by the CDC. Why aren't they why aren't they doing high dose vitamin C like we did? Why aren't they doing zinc? Now, I was I ordered intravenous zinc. They came back and they gave him oral zinc. I said, "Where's the intravenous zinc?" And they said, "We're out of it." And I said, and they said, "We don't usually give that out." And I said, "If you don't usually give it out, why are you out of it?" <laughs> to which I got no answer. 
So um, they just don't like doing any of this. They, they don't, don't like to be questioned. They, they don't like to be questioned. They do not like to be questioned. And I got the little, I call it short man complex, but it's like, it's like the don't you dare think I don't know what I'm doing. But here's the problem, folks, and I'm not vilifying doctors and nurses. It's just that these are people that are not doing a lot of research, study, or reading. There's only a few that I know that do that, and a few out of a lot. They also give you 24 doctors while you're in there, and they have to pass off to the the next doctor. And so there's no—I don't see any communication. They actually call them—what was the word? I used hospital, hospital, uh, hospitalizers or what are they like? They, uh, they actually work for the hospital. They don't have a private practice. Yeah. And I was like, what, what is that? Like, what is that word? Um, so they have a whole new system of doing things and the system, I guess they think is helping people, but actually you don't just get one doctor when you go in there. So you can't, you're, you're re-explaining, 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 and everyone's handing off to the football and even to people that go, vitamins don't do anything. Vitamins don't work. Nutrients don't work. And I'm going, oh my gosh, you guys, uh, we have a problem here. And I'm having to talk to multiple doctors and you have 24 doctors. I mean, that's insanity. That's insanity to me. Why are, why are they doing that? So it's the protocol It's the protocol that's harming, not COVID. Don't walk out of that hospital and say COVID killed your loved one. It's the protocol they need to change. And this is where the doctors and nurses need to stand up and question that protocol and say, we're not doing that. It doesn't, it's doing harm. We're not going, we're not okay with this. Because if the doctors and nurses stand there with willful ignorance and they don't say no, then everybody thinks that they that this is the most amazing protocol it's going to take them standing up be right back Kate Daly show talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the Kate Daly show Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. That is a product I believe in. Phytonutrients. It's easy to understand phytonutrients, isn't it? Um, and you need them. Shore yourself up. Um, make sure you get Balance of Nature. I highly believe in this product. Uh, balanceofnature.com, 31 fruits and vegetables a day. And this is a wonderful, wonderful product. So um, if you put in the code Kate, you get 35% off and free shipping. And I urge you to do it because you really need to shore yourself up. And that's the way to do it is total nutrients. Balance of nature. I can't praise it enough. I can't say it enough. It is an awesome product. Awesome product. Get some extra for your shelves in case in case there's uh, sh- shortages. Make sure in the future, you know, make sure that you have enough on your shelves too. And it'll keep. So there you go. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Yes, go right ahead. You're live. Um. What you were talking about, I just wanted to say the word is hospitalist. The hospitalist. There's the word. Going. Yeah, I was like, a what? <laughs> yeah, hospitalist. And, um, yeah. The second point I wanted to say is that the CDC can't okay a vaccine if there is a drug that works 
and is effective. So they have to make these other drugs That's a great not point. available great because they point. want the vaccine to be available. Great point. Beautiful okay, and point. Then Thank you. Number three, um, World Economic Forum Partnership. Uh-huh. If, if um, IHC is part of that. Interesting. If you look on their website. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So the, they're going to be following protocols that the With World many Economic hospitals. Forum wants them to do. Many, 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 if not all of our hospitals, I'm sure. Thank you so much for your call. That was You're a beautiful welcome. point. Beautiful point. Let me, let me say this. If my leg was blown off, let's hope it's not. Um, okay, it's not done with, but uh, I, the hospital is where I would need to go, and I would understand that. I'm not bagging on on nurses and doctors that know their stuff. I relied on really good doctors mm-hmm. to get through this that knew their stuff. The problem is that most of the ones I meet are very limited in their scope of not only standing up against things that don't work, but just limited in their scope of research or basic common sense. Now I say that, it sounds mean when I say that. I'm not trying to sound mean. It's just the common sense factor was missing here. And I don't, I don't want them to look at my situation like it was an anomaly. It wasn't. My husband walked out of there in three and a half days. My husband was released today. Five days total. Should have been released yesterday. What does that tell you? That vitamins and nutrients and maybe a, a little undertreated med- medication that, that, that people can get their hands on easy, they use it for COPD, that can work? Well, my husband had risk factors going in, so it even made it worse for him, right? He, like We shouldn't have been taking him home. By all standards, if we would have gone by the protocol, I think I'd be burying my husband. And I can't, I can't imagine that thought. So... That's why I decided to do this show, because I know that billion-dollar industries get real threatened when you say, don't talk about the way they do things. But if we don't expose that, I can't have people dying on my shoulders. When they say, do no harm, well, buddy, I'm a citizen, and I won't do harm. I won't do harm. So I have to let you guys know what we did to have my husband walk out of there. And yeah, we had prayers and blessings and all kinds of stuff to our advantage as well. But we changed that protocol. And I just want you guys to know that we cannot sit by and let this continue to happen all through the fall. And good people and young people are dying because of that protocol. The protocol is what's hurting people, not COVID. They're blaming COVID. They're blaming COVID, and that's what I finally figured out. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, Kate. Yes. Um, so uh, as far as protocols, I've, I've been looking at the, um, the Frontline Doctor website um, and the Mass Plus protocol. Is uh-huh. that the one that you were advocating for? Mine was a little bit more of a hodgepodge of different doctors telling me what to do, but I think there's a similar very similar, and that a lot of people are getting help through the frontline doctors. Well, because they have, you know, they have like PDF forms and printouts from their website that that you can download and print a copy, and then if somebody in your family, um, you know, contracts somewhere ends up in the hospital, like I would assume we could just take that down and hand it to them and say, "Here's yeah. the protocol." Yeah. 
with the frontline doctors, gonna, all the, the information, websites, everything, the dosage levels, absolutely. everything is on there. Absolutely. And they're definitely going to advocate for vitamins and nutrition and all those things that some doctors mm-hmm. don't think matter. And it mattered right. and it made all the, all the difference for my husband walking out of there in three and a half days, the fastest ever. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm up here in, in Idaho and uh-huh. my concern is, you know, I haven't contracted it. My wife hasn't contracted it. We're in our 60s. We're, we're not going to take the jab. And, you know, if, if knock on wood, we contract it, my concern is, you know, we end up, if we have to go to the hospital, uh, we're going to run into the same yeah. issues that you are. And the first thing they're going to want to do is yeah. do things we don't want. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, from the minute we got there, we were told ventilator, ventilator, everybody kept bringing it up and we kept saying, oh, there's no way in hell that's going to happen to us. No way. We're not doing it. So sorry. I'll just, we'll mm-hmm. just have to go out as vegetables, I guess. We're not doing it. And so, um, and so here's the deal with that. You have to say no, no, and no, and they're going to be very bothered by it, but don't care. I didn't care what they thought of me. Who cares? I mean, I thought they were nonsensical. So, you know, it was like matched, right? So, so when I say stand up, stand up and say no ventilator, but the problem here is that everyone's wringing their hands as somebody goes downhill in treatment. And they wring their hands and they say, we're doing the best we can, folks. We're doing the best we can, folks. Killer, the killer COVID, that, that it thing is getting them. And then when they go on a ventilator, they go, oops, see, we couldn't do anything else. Got them on a ventilator. Could, we had no choice. And I'm saying get them healthy before they ever get in the range of the ventilator. Because we were in that range. So get them, get them healthy. And that's what I don't, I don't see anybody caring about or doing. They're not making right. sure they don't get in the range, and they're telling you that it's the best they can do, hogwash. It's not the best right. they can do. Right. And, they can do much and better. And I agree. And, and, and you know, like the vitamin D and the zinc, and yeah. that's the stuff we take all the time, and you have to, exactly, you have to take these things. Intravenous absolutely. high doses, because it's more than just like vitamin C. Vitamin C actually can help with inflammation. It can help with nucleic acid. It helps with so much in the body that right. it doesn't get credit for. So it's, it's more intricate than people think. And what do the doctors do when they want to shame you or make you look silly for asking for it? They go, <laughs> vitamin C. Okay. Like it's a glass of orange juice. Okay. So in the studies for vitamin C, guess how much they gave a glass of orange juice worth. And then they gave up to 2,400. Now we were over 10,000. We were up to 10,000 and they gave 2,400 and said, well, that didn't really do much. Insufficient data. Well, insufficient data. Yeah. You gave an insufficient amount moron. So (laughs) <laughs> to me, I, I'm th- I'm sorry. Am I getting mean again? So to me, I just went through hell, and I want I don't want anyone to go through that. So to me, I'm thinking they couldn't even pony up a study for a simple respiratory pneumonia where vitamin C helps, and then they look at you like you're some kind of a dipwad for asking for it. So even if they shame you and the doctors get on a god complex and they act like you don't know anything, keep pressing the issue that's what we had to do and we had to be on guard me and my daughters had to be on guard the entire time to make sure they were following promises that's disgraceful right and i'm so glad your husband's okay and everything's working out for you me too. and the show is great I'm, I'm i'm passing this along as many people as possible thank you i really appreciate no, that thank you. thank you so much mm-hmm. hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is really important. I want to talk about, oh, I got to take the, <laughs> take the radio out of my ear. Uh, you, Kate, mm-hmm. 
it wasn't just over this COVID-19. Now, you probably helped your husband mostly because of all the research and study you saw on this subject. But this happens all the time outside of COVID-19. Patients die, patients suffer, suffer in hospital because a family member is not there or family members aren't there watching. Right. Uh, I've, I've uh, helped my parents when they were dying. Uh, I helped with treatments. Treatments were altered. Uh, pain was lessened tremendously because I was there. I uh, seen uh, doses uh, weren't given uh, uh, correct. Uh, right. I've seen uh, prescriptions not carried out. Mm-hmm. I've seen all sorts of horrible things over and over in hospitals. Family members, if you care about your loved ones, even if you don't know much about medicine, be there oh, when they're in the gosh. hospital. Be there in can the I, rooms with them. Can I make Extremely a comment important. on that? Let me make now, a comment. Let me wait, 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 wait. Let medical. me make a let me make a comment on that. Uh, let me make yeah. a comment on that. So my stepdaughter, my stepdaughter was in there when I wasn't when I was doing the show, and when I was doing the show, I said. Um, she said they came in and they gave two packets that only equaled 6,000 on this dose. And I said, and she said, they're, they're not doing the 10. And so I said, well, that's, that's it's supposed to be 10. And they kept calling it an error. And all I'm saying is, is that the errors happen. That's why you have to be so vigilant. Okay. That's why you have to be so vigilant. That's why you have to stand up for your loved one. And it's so, so important to do that. So please be an advocate if you have to write if you're alone and you you are getting sick or something and for some reason you can't access the frontline doctors you can't get medicine you can't i would get ivermectin i would get hydroxychloroquine i would get the things that work i would get budesonide okay um but if you can't write no ventilator on your chest write give me vitamin c intravenous give me zinc give me nac I was on the line with Dr. Merritt. She was like, make sure he has NAC every day. Make sure he has zinc, vitamin D. Vitamin C is super important because it helps with the inflammation. Give him everything he needs. And it was over and over and over again. Like, make sure, make sure, make sure. And and that was, see how simple it was to under-treat this with the right things than to over-treat with medications that I think are more dangerous because of their side effects? This was easy, and and when they did the studies, I could not believe they used the insufficient data thing as a you can't treat this. But it does make total sense. You can't have you can't push everybody into a vaccine if medicines work. Well, it goes back to the Jeff, yeah. the Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, the side effects will kill you every the time. The side effects will kill you. And you know, because I have to say this, unfortunately, you know, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not blaming an institution. I'm just giving you my firsthand perception of what I went through, which is my opinion, which actually happened. But whatever, it's my opinion. All I'm saying is please, please, please listen. Listen and learn because they're not going to change protocol. Do you know what's going to change protocol? All of you going in and saying, I want this, 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 and this, and I'm leaving with my loved one and we'll have to go out on hospice, I guess. If that's the only way we can leave here with our insurance intact, we'll leave here if you don't listen to us. And you have to use the words, do no harm. See, it won't harm them, won't harm them because they'll listen to that. I'm trying to tell you the buzzwords they'll listen to. But if you don't start demanding this, they're never going to make a a decision internally to do anything. And I actually think they never will. It's just going to take a lot of people saving their own loved ones from the protocol. And the nurses can get their back up because they don't like it when anyone talks about the job they're doing and they just want to be called a hero. They love that. 
like that one doctor tearfully said, we, we really liked being called heroes. Well, you know what? Be a hero and stand up to the protocol. Be a hero and, and question common sense. Be a hero and do some homework and research and don't just do what you're told. Be a real hero, right? I respect nurses, but do no harm. Have common sense. It's not that hard. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. to me as we go. As we roll down this unfamiliar road. And although this wave is stringing us along. No, you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. Hi there, welcome back. You know, I can assure you two things when you listen to this show. I'm gonna give you my honest opinion and you're gonna be cured of erectile dysfunction. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I wonder I what have, the protocol is. I have is nothing on that. to do with the ads, and so I'm just laughing because <laughs> it's like constant and I'm sorry. And anyway. Alright, so welcome back <laughs> to the show and I have to make myself laugh because I've, I've been prone to tears a lot this week. Not because my situation's great. My husband walked out of the ICU the fastest ever in three and a half days and, and, uh, and released from the hospital in under five days. Now, he could have been released after yesterday. I mean, honestly, he could have been released yesterday with four days. Maybe they don't, you know, maybe success mm-hmm. stories want to not keep him down But the insurance bit. company's probably really happy with you. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... It wasn't, the tears weren't there because of that. The tears were there because I realized how many poor people out there don't know. And, and I have the good fortune of being able to do research on a daily basis. That's really helped me and understand to stand my ground because I know what I'm, I'm talking about when it comes to COVID or whatever they want to label it or call it. And I honestly, if I, if you were to ask me off the air, what my honest impression of this is, is I think COVID's a label. And I think everyone's bought into it and everyone tries to see something different 
in you, like a symptom or something, but the symptoms are all over the place. There's no sample of it. There's no anything. There, there's no anything to prove COVID. If you tried to go to a court of law, I don't think you could prove it. When I looked at my husband's x-rays and then put up 2017 x-rays, they looked exactly the same. There was no difference. I'm not a radiologist, but I'm sorry I have eyeballs. And they're pretty good. I can see. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> they're not clouded. I mean, you guys, they're using this label and they're getting away with it. And then they invented a whole new protocol for basic pneumonia. And they're turning pneumonia into something that is this heinous thing you have to go through. Well, and then they put up, they wring their hands and they go, well, the killer COVID's getting you. And when really it's the protocol. And that's my point. I'm not trying to villainize, you know, nurses and doctors here. They're good people. They want what's best. I just could never figure out the disconnect. Like why in the, why when you walk into a hospital, they're so freaked out and they're, you know, why? And they know better, but everyone's told it's the elusive COVID and everyone believes it's the elusive COVID. And I'm going to, this is just pneumonia. You're over treating, start under treating. It's just pneumonia, play it out. And that's what I saw not happening. And that's what was scary to me. And I saw that doctors didn't, they didn't know a lot about this and they pretended not to know a lot about it. I shouldn't say pretended, but they know a lot about like, if I cut my leg off at what to do biologically, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Physiologically. But when it comes, when it came to this, it was like the big mystery. Well, why is it a mystery after 19 months? That doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense medically. They can identify strep. You can identify what that is. You know what it is. You know what the flu is. Give me a break. Why, why is this so elusive that you can't quite put your finger on it? It's a label, you guys. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate Raul here. Hi. Hey, I'm glad to hear that. Hi. Glad to hear that Clint is doing well and you got him out of there. Thank uh, you. Healthy. Yeah, I'm very glad to hear that. Thank I you. wanted to share a recent experience that I had, I had at the uh, hospital there in IHC. I had a medical emergency and I was told by another doctor to go to the emergency room. I was suffering with abdominal pain. Uh, for over 14 hours, and it was at a level nine pain level. Mm -hmm. And um, I went over there to get a sonogram and uh, get a diagnosis, and they they didn't want to admit me without a mask on, and I won't wear a mask based on religious and uh, mm -hmm. and medical uh, right. medical reasons. And uh, they admitted me into a room uh, under a modified admission, mm -hmm. and the doctor came to see me, and he said, checked me out and said, you know, we're going to need a sonogram to determine what's going on because the previous doctor had told me that I could have pancreatitis or right. I could have a tumor or anything, right. something very serious. And uh, I said, well, I, I told you I can't wear a mask in the sonogram room because he told me you'd have to wear a mask in there. And I said, I can't. It's absolutely asinine. Yeah. Yeah, and, I know. And I... you know what? They kicked me out of the hospital because I wouldn't submit to that. <laughs> Under a medical emergency, yeah. and I want to say that you know they they're violating uh, U.S. law, um, yeah. uh, Title Three, Regulation Twenty Eight, under the uh, the uh, uh, Civil mm -hmm. Rights uh, uh, Act right. of 1964. Right. They have private accommodation, yeah, and or public accommodation. I remember talking about this not, when you went through this. Yeah. Absolutely, I have about ten more seconds, but I, I remember talking about this very thing. Yeah. We talked about Anyways, this. I yeah. Had to, yeah, I had to leave without medical Ridiculous. attention. Ridiculous, yeah. And, yeah. and they were willing to so do it. So 
there you go. Thank right. you for your call. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. I, I am trying to get as many calls as we can in, but my gosh, I remember that and we talked about it and it's mm-hmm. insane that they refuse medical care on that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Hi. I'm so glad that your husband's doing so much better. Thank you. Um, but I wanted to get back to NAC. The federal government or the FDA is trying to take it off the over-the-counter market Same and it's with, already uh, banned on Amazon. Same with budesonide. Yeah, <laughs> and um, because it's so effective in, in decreasing mucus yeah. and increasing your glutathione. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. it's it's scary to see what they're doing with over-the-counter medications that are so effective. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Thank you for the call. And yes, she's, she's dead right. She is dead right. That is absolutely happening right now. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Um, hey, maybe I can help you a little with understanding why certain medical people are not bothering to do any outside work. Okay. When I was going to school, I was just getting a bachelor's. Um, and at the time I was 38, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not an idiot, but a class I was in, we were reading essays. We had to write a paper and everyone in the class had a similar opinion, which the expert that had written this essay that we were evaluating didn't know what they were doing. And we got a major lecture on we're undergrads. We haven't put in the time. This is an expert, and how dare we question Ooh, it? That's kill, that's killing us. The how and dare we question? Yeah, is part of the problem. Yep. is you're not even allowed to question in college, and yet they're trying to sell everyone needs to go to college. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you for that. In fact, I was told, um, Iver. I brought up the conversation. I don't think they are allowed to have a conversation about ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. And I brought it up and the immediate response by the medical hierarchy that it was, um, that doesn't work. And I said, what do you mean? doesn't work. There's tons of studies. What are you talking about? doesn't work. End of story. Um, I beg to differ with you by the way, the vitamin D study that they did that they said, you know, because they said it was insufficient data and doesn't mm-hmm. help anyone when they're in the ICU, mm-hmm. which is hogwash. They gave a single dose of 200,000 international units of vitamin D, and then they said, oh, see, doesn't work. Okay, you have to constantly give, not such a big dose, but constantly give a little dose. And what I'm referring to is page 291 in the over 300 pages of the COVID care document put out by the panel, Mm -hmm. by the CDC, which gives the hospitals their guidelines. CDC creates a label called COVID. Then they create a panel to give you the guidelines for said COVID. That goes to the hospital administration. Hospital administration gets a lot of money for doing a lot of the things, oh, yeah. you know. That, a whole lot of money. And uh, for apparently from what we're reading, and then um, allegedly, I have to use those words, allegedly. And then the hospital administration tells the doctors, it's like Common Core, okay? Set curriculum, work within the curriculum. So they have to work within these guidelines. They're not allowed to go outside the box. Health is outside the box. Nutrition, outside the box. Proven medications, outside the box. They're not allowed to go outside that box. So then they have to say the box works. (laughs) And then they have to say it works for this said thing that's out there. Boogeyman, elusive thing that they've never seen before. Do you see how the CDC can create a label? They tell the hospitals what to do. They create a whole new show, a whole new circus called COVID blobbity gook protocol. 
And then you go in and you get over-treated. And then they go in and they rush in and they do all this stuff to you and put you on a ventilator and do all these things. They would never do that if you just walked in there with plain old pneumonia in 2017. And they're rushing people onto this ventilator. We were told from the very beginning, get on the ventilator, get on the, you know, not get on the ventilator, but we're going to have to have the ventilator talk if this happens. We're going to have to have the ventilator talk if this happens. I mean, they're prepping you the whole time that you're in there to accept this as part of the mode of protocol. Well, I'm sorry, after spending some time in there, getting to peek behind the curtain to see the Oz, uh, I'm, 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 I'm horrified. I'm horrified that no one's saying, hey, this isn't okay. And by the way, you know, you can go get IV vitamins. You can go to clinics like Bella 2. I love that clinic. Uh, there's so many clinics that you can go to and say, I want vitamin C intravenous. I want vitamin D. I want zinc. I want all these things if you're not feeling good. Um, and also, are we, are we aiding and abetting this thing? By aiding and abetting the neurosis when you walk into a hospital and you're like, oh, thank you for letting me wear my immune system. Thank you for the reminder of the, my immune systems on my face now. And I'm a healthy person, but I need this. So thank you. Thank you, hero. And then you walk into the elevator and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm so glad you are, are, are rubbing this down with hand sanitizer. Thank you. And then you go up into ICU and you're switching out gowns like a crazy person and no one can explain why, but you're, but you're switching them out because COVID knows where to go to the yellow gown, not your shoes or your hair or your clothing or your face, but it knows to only go to the gown and it infests in the gown and oh my gosh. And then they'll say nanoparticles are flying through the air. And you're like, I know, but I just spent a week with them and I didn't get sick. I know, but the nanoparticles are so crazy smart. They're totally going to get you today. Well, I have an immune system that will repel the nanoparticles. Uh, and they go, yeah, that, that's not a thing. You don't have an immune system. You have to wear the mask and the gown, and that's saving humanity. And I'm going to look at you with total sincerity in my eyes and tell you that we're saving humanity by going around and being beasties about the, the mask and the gown. And, and this is where we're putting all of our focus. That's the experience I had. <laughs> it makes no medical sense, but they sell you on it. Like that's medical sense and that's not medical sense. I, and we were talking about this on the break. I used to have so much trust and faith. I used to have far too much in this industry. And now I'm horrified that people are shoring up a protocol that I think is killing people. And they're, and, and I don't think they intentionally do it. I just think willful ignorance and following orders is making them do it. Right. And C complying, complying. Yeah. But uh, go back 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. He's a doctor. And oh, they I said know. it was such reverence. Not like it's he's like, Jesus. I know. He's a doctor. Oh, and my, I mean, seriously, I was raised in it. I know. You know, yeah. the thing you wanted to be was a doctor, a right. lawyer, an Indian chief. And, and they try and they're good. And yeah. but they're guessing. They're guessing people. Yeah. And, and if it's you're a, a doctor and you've never seen COVID and after 19 months, you're like, well, I don't. I can't identify it and I can't explain it to anybody, but I'm sure it's there because I was told by the CDC it's there. Well, there's no sample of COVID anywhere in the United States. They didn't get the test off of COVID. They didn't put any COVID in that COVID test. So why are they pulling up positive for COVID? I can give you 40,000 reasons why. <laughs> it should say. I mean, seriously. 40, yeah, 42. It should say, it should say positive for, for illness. That's what it should say. Not positive for COVID, positive for illness, because it's ratcheted up 40 magnifications. If you take a letter A and you zero in on the black ink so far, 40 times that all you see is black ink, it can be any letter at all. It can be any 
letter. That's a good analogy. At all. Because when everybody says it's 40 cycles, I'm like... It's deceitful to go 40 cycles. You don't even go over 25 cycles typically. Typically, 25 is the height of deceit. They're going to 40 and then telling everybody they have COVID. Everyone's testing positive for COVID. And now it's the Delta variant. There's no test for that, but they're sure you have it. But it's a cool sounding name. Hey, John, you have the Iggly Wiggly disease, and I just know you have it. That's not very masculine. Will you just believe it? But if you call (laughs) me Delta... I'm a force. I'm Will you a, just believe me, please? Me and Chuck Norris have Delta <laughs> variant. You have what I'm telling you you have, and don't question it because the test says all the doctors and nurses are just going off the test, and the test is fraudulent, false positive test. So they think it's specifically for COVID. It's not. They had to go up 40 magnifications to convince you and then label it a COVID test. Please be an advocate for your loved ones. Please get them vitamins and nutrients. If you don't have a doctor that believes in that, find one that does. There are some wonderful nurses and doctors that do. There have been some impressive doctors and nurses that I have worked with that I think are amazing that read and study and do their job. They're few and far between is the problem, and we need to get those good doctors. Please find a good one. Go to the Frontline Doctor website, too, if you need some immediate help. I'm not a doctor. I can't help you, but go there. Thank you, John. Hey, no worries. I'm here for you're you. Awesome. I'm glad your husband's doing I hope doing this good. helps people around the country and around the world, please. And uh, be faithful. Be fearless. Be fearless in your fight for your loved ones in the hospital, please. I'm begging you to share this podcast today. Thanks, you guys.